Live and festive in the Publix Holiday Headquarters studio at WSB. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. 708 at News Talk WSB. This is Lawn and Garden. I'm Walter Reeves, the Georgia Gardener, here to help you be more successful. You tell me what you want to do, I'll tell you how to get there with practical advice. Earlier in the show when I told the guy with squirrels in his attic about how to use a toilet flange, that, my friends, was putting it down where the goats can get it. That was practical advice. If you have any question about trees, critters, shrubs, flowers, anything you want to talk about, the natural outdoors, 404-872-0750. Evan Roswell comes to our friend Mike. Hey, Mike. Good morning. Hey, Walter. How are you? Doing all right, Mike. What's up? Well, I got some critters. Um, about five months ago, I put emerald zoysia side in both my front and back lawns. Yeah. Um, and it was pretty expensive. <clears throat> and noticed some tunneling going on. And there's moles. And had a couple of experts come out and said, Give me some advice on how to get rid of them, but yeah. one wanted to charge me like a thousand dollars to get rid of them. <laughs> they didn't just give so, you free advice, did they, Mike? That was that was charging advice there. Yeah, they want to get your business. All right, go ahead. So I guess I'm looking to you to find out what's the best way to get rid of these things. Is it going to be a major issue if I don't? What's your recommendations? You know that is really the best question of all, Mike. Is it going to be a major issue if I don't? The answer is yes, you'll get some, t- if the, the, the grass will dry out on top of the tunnels where they you know, tunnel underneath the ground. You could expect this. The roots are lifted up. They dry out a little bit, so the grass turns, turns color a little bit. But frankly, I will give you, again, practical advice. Traps, gummy worms, ground glass, juicy fruit chewing gum, all the many things, smoke bombs, all the many things that I've heard about for repelling moles are not worth the time or the money. The thing that will give you the most results for the least amount of effort is going out and just mashing the tunnels down with your shoe. Go out with a pair of good wide boots and go out and walk down the tunnel with the boots, one heel to toe, heel to toe, heel to toe. Mash the tunnel down so the roots don't get dried out. And number two, so the moles say, doggone it, it keeps getting mashed down. Mike keeps coming out and mashing my home down. I'm going to go over to Walter's house. And that's all you care about, Mike. If it's at somebody else's house, no matter how much they complain, they're not in your yard, and you don't care about it. Not a nice, <laughs> thing, not a nice neighborly thing to say, but it's true. And maybe in the way from your house over to Walter's house, they'll get eaten by, you know, by a cat or a dog or something else. And then that's the end of that story. You can spend a lot of time trying to find the tunnel in which the mole is traveling. They use all sorts of different depths of tunnels. They use some pretty frequently and some one time, and that's all. You can spend a lot of time obsessing about where the mole is in your yard when you could just go out there for 10 or 15 minutes every week and mash down the tunnels and be done with it. Go inside and watch football. That's it. Wow. So none of the poisons you can buy, like at Home Depot and things like that, stick them down in the holes. That doesn't do any good either? 
Mm, research does not, you know, I try my best to give you answers based on what research shows. I don't just give yourself off the top of my head. Research does not show that many of the poison things, gummy worms is the one I think about that has the um, poison in the, in the gum. Eh, not really. Hmm. Huh. Okay, well, I mean, you can hire a kid if you want to, Mike. You don't have to do it yourself. Go hire a you know, 14-year-old, need some money, and say, kid, go out there and mash down my tunnels, and you stay inside, watch football, let the kid do the work. <laughs> no, I like mashing moles, man. All right, um, go ahead then. If you really want to be mean about it, Mike, um, go out and mash down all the tunnels, and if it's not too cold, sit on a bucket for a minute and just watch your lawn. Sometimes they'll be out there and pushing up the tunnel right after you mash it down. Get a shovel and go out there, wham, pow, right on top of the of, of the area where you see the ground being pushed back up again, and then dig it for a second. You'll find a dead mole, or at least a very stunned mole, underneath your shovel. Wow! I don't want to be mean to Mike. I, there are listeners right now who are saying he is so mean to moles. Well, okay, don't use the shovel. Just mash down the tunnel. Don't be mean exactly. to moles. Now watch this guy walk the lawn. He could just walk across it, and I guess you can just feel the... Yeah, yeah. you know how you feel. The ankle sort of turns a little bit when you hit the soft part, yeah. Okay. All right, man, well, you saved me about $1,000. I know I did. I feel good about it. Shall I give you my address to send the check? You send it over? (laughs) No, you send me the check. You send me the money you save, Mike. It comes to me. (laughs) Maybe something for okay, Ashley, you got it. Jason. We'll see if we can divide it out here. Mike, have a great holiday. We'll see you soon. Hey, thank you very much. You bet, man. We'll see you. 404-872-0750 gets you in to take Mike's place. We've got Cindy and Buford on the line. Hey, Cindy. Hi. Hi. How can I help? I'm wondering, you know the annual bluegrass that comes up? Yeah. Anyway, I've noticed two of them so far. And I put pre-emergence down, like, beginning mid-September. That was good. Okay, go ahead. Okay. And last year we had a bunch, and I put the pre-emergence down, you know, when you tell us we're supposed to anyway. Is it okay to put it down once a month or every other month, or are there too many times that you can put it down? Yeah, you can. And so... I don't think you'll improve it much by putting it down twice, but you can if you have a really heavy infestation of any weed, whether it's crabgrass or annual bluegrass or chickweed or something like that. If you look on the back, many of the products will say efficacy may be improved by splitting your application, and they'll give you the rates for a split application. So it sounds like you've got some tenacious annual bluegrass. It doesn't doesn't really respond as well as you want to to the pre-emergent you put down at the right time because you did in September. Mm-hmm. So if you want to split it next time, Cindy, and go for a early to mid-September and one another one around the late last week in October, that wouldn't hurt at all to try okay. to get more control of the annual bluegrass. So is putting it down now going to help that all? Not at all. Again? Not in the really? least. No, it's, well, it's December. Come on. It's almost Christmas. I don't know. No, it's not going to help at all. you got to get it out before the seed germinates and any of the... Yeah. Annual bluegrass seeds I, that are in the ground have already germinated if they're going to germinate. So, Okay, have. so when I put it down beginning of September, so then about a month, six weeks later, yeah. about when to put it down again. Yeah, you got to it. make sure if you miss something or Make sure something. you have nice, you know, nice thorough 
uh, even application. Make sure you water it in like it says on the bag. And if you just have even yeah. application, water it in and split the applications, I think you'll get much, much, much better control for a heavy, heavy infestation. Maybe I'll try that again. Because some years it seems like it's not quite as bad, but last year it was bad. Yeah, it and depends. I'll... It depends much. depends on temperatures and things that you can't control. And mm-hmm. the thing you can control is being good about putting out the pre-emergent at the right time, the right application rate, right technique. Mm-hmm. You do that, that's the best you can do. And I should put it down again beginning of February? Uh, you know, for the summer weeds like crabgrass, I think the first week of March is probably better. March? Yeah. Okay. That's when all right. March. All right. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. Tell them, hey, in Buford for me, Cindy. I will. All right. See you soon. Thanks for calling. Happy holidays. Who's in here next? Uh, William out in uh, Lawrenceville. Hey, William. Morning. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How are you this morning? Man, I'm great. What you got on your mind? Oh, that's great. I got, I got a lot of daffodils and daylilies. Yeah. And when is the best and what kind of fertilizer should I use? And, to put out to fertilize those. I will give you an answer that will apply to any plant, not not just daffodils and daylilies, but shrubbery, trees, raspberries, any plant in the world. The time to fertilize is just before the active growth begins. So right now your daylilies, they're all brown, you know, died down because yeah. it's wintertime. So they're not active growth is not beginning on daylilies. Yeah. So do not fertilize daylilies now. On the other hand, I've noticed daffodil foliage, the leaves are sticking up out of the ground, and they are just about to begin their active growth, William. So if you're going to fertilize one of the two, daffodils now, daylilies in April, just as the foliage starts turning green. Okay. That answers my question. All right. What to use? You, you were going to ask me what to use. I'm sure you're going to ask me that. You can use <clears throat> landscape fertilizer. Pike sells this good stuff called Dr. Earth. Landscape fertilizer, I think it's called, what's it called? Bloom. How about 10, how about you know, 10, 10, 10? It would work, too. It's cheap and easy. And the, the problem with 10, 10, 10, William, it works cheap and easy, but it works really fast. And so the plants get a a big meal, let's say. Uh-huh. It's like having Christmas Day dinner, and you have this great big meal, and then you don't eat anything till New Year's. You're going to be hungry between <laughs> Christmas and New Year's. And the same oh, with your plants. Yeah, if you yeah. use 10, 10, 10, they get a huge meal, and then they sort of starve for a good while. So my preference is a slower-release fertilizer, one that says landscape fertilizer or Dr. Earth organic fertilizer. Okay. I'll try that and see. That's try it and see. I bet it'll do one better of, for one you. One other little question. Real quick. I have some that have really gotten in big clumps. Yeah. And I... Shoveled up and cut some of them half in two with a shovel and re, re, replanted them. Okay. But is that the proper way to do that? Well, just, yeah. You mean you cut the clump half in two with a shovel? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, it, and they, when they clump up like that, they don't have many blooms. That's exactly right. They get too crowded. They get too much competition between plants. And so shoveling up an entire clump, I usually wash mine off with a hose a little bit so I can see where the different individual plants are and you can do the division of the daylilies again in the spring just before it starts growing it's a great time to divide daylilies and the daffodils probably the best time for them is in the fall sometime in 
August, September, sometime in there would be a great time to divide your daffodils. William, thanks so much for calling. we got to go. It's 7-18. We'll be back after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves and the lawn and garden advice you need. The weather is all that good for sleigh ride today. A quick weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security. Showers today, not snow showers, rain showers. Cloudy, high of 53, low of 44. Tomorrow, drier, mostly cloudy, though, high of 54 and low of 40. Overnight, your full weekend forecast comes up in 10 minutes on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Our phone number on Lawn and Garden is 404 872 Zero seven fifty. Francis is out in Snellville and joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Francis. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm well, thank you. Okay, I want you to talk to me about my irises. Uh, I have a quite a a few. Yeah. Most of them are the reblooming irises. Cool. Of course, they're pretty ugly now because of the frost and everything. Do I cut them down to the ground, and do I have to divide them if they're real thick? My rule is that unless something is brown. Most of the time, I don't cut it off. And so irises, half the leaves sometimes will turn brown, the rest of it will be green. And so mm-hmm. I might take my scissors out and shape it a little bit so the tip of it looks like a normal iris leaf, only half as tall as it once was because I take all the brown off of it. So unless you have some real reason for cutting them to the ground, I think as long as it is green, it stays. Okay. I mean, they're kind of limped right now yeah. because of the frost and everything. As long as they're so green, they are photosynthesizing a little bit. A little bit is okay. going on inside there. As far as dividing, yeah, you know, if they've gotten crowded, there's lots and lots of leaves real close to each other. Mm-hmm. The competition will minimize flowering, so it is a good idea to divide them once every two, three, maybe years. And that can be done now. You can do that when it dries up a little bit. You can do it and uh, dig a nice new bed or take them out of the ground, put them in the wheelbarrow, and dig that bed up a couple of times, add more organic matter to it, replant them a little less crowded, and you've got more irises for next year. Okay. So it's um, when it's dry, I can do it now. Yeah, yeah. when it's dry. It's miserable outside today, Francis. Don't go oh, outside. Oh, I know. Today. Uh, absolutely horrible. <laughs> Okay, thank you. My father's rule was, of course, on the coldest, most miserable, rainy day of the year, that's the day we go out and prune the grapevines or put up the holiday decorations (laughs) and things like that. So different people, different rules. Sure. Okay, thank you, Walter. Thank you, Francis. We'll see you soon. Don't forget, today's Saturday. That means tomorrow is Sunday. What happens tomorrow? I get this Sunday edition of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. You get a summary of what went on this past week. A great bunch of summary. Jim Torpy, man, that guy does a great job to interview about homelessness in Atlanta last week. I thought it was really, really good. Uh, who else? Greg Bluestein with the political stuff. I love reading Greg as well. Bill Galloway. Good stuff. The Atlanta Journal Constitution Sunday edition. And there's hundreds of dollars worth of coupons in it as well. you got to spend money to make money. Available wherever newspapers are sold. 
or like me, you can get yours delivered to your door seven days a week. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution, credible, compelling, and complete. We'll be back after news. Live and festive in the Publix Holiday Headquarters studio at WSB. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. 736 and 48 degrees outside. This is Lawn and Garden. I'm Walter Reeves with Georgia Gardener. My number is 404-872-0750. Again, you do not have to know what plant you're talking about. We will figure that out together. You don't have to say your name. You don't have to say where you're from. Make it all up. Just let me know what you want to know about a plant, and we will figure it out on our own here on the radio. Janet Indicator joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Janet, good morning. Good morning. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I had some big trees taken out of my yard about a year ago. And so this past summer, my hostas and my hydrangeas that I have, I have some really pretty lace caps nice. in my yard. Um, the edges of the leaves got burned because they got you know a lot more sun exposure than they normally do. So I'd like right. to move them to a shadier part of my yard. Mm-hmm. When should I do that? I told a lady earlier, don't do it today because it's too wet outside to move her right, irises Can I do it during the winter here? Yeah, or you can do it during the winter. You know, the time that I do it, frankly, is in the spring when those little hosta leaves are just rolling out of the ground. You know how they sort of right. twirl they as they come up? up? That's easy for me because then many times when I transplant a hosta, I'm trying to divide it too. And when you see those little leaves twirling up, it's easy to see which plant they're attached to, and you can divide them pretty easily. What but about the hydrangeas? Mm, same thing. Anytime that you can okay. sort of see what's going on and the ground is drier than it is now, I think you'd be fine. Do hydrangeas have a very deep root system or are they wide like a, an wide, azalea, wide, wide and shallow? Wide, wide. I would say every. I'm, I was going to say almost every, Janet, but I'll go with every. Every plant has a wide root system simply because Tap roots, while they exist for a month or two or three, when a plant is first growing, it sends a root down deeply. But then almost immediately when it hits about 10, 12 inches deep in the ground, tap roots divide and they start growing outwards in all directions where the soil has oxygen to breathe. That's the main thing that roots want is oxygen, some nutrients and moisture. And all that happens in the 12 inch depth and not any deeper than that in Georgia and clay anyway. Okay. All right, great. Well, then I'll, I'll probably move maybe about March or April. Anytime in there you want to, fine with me. Fine with the plant, too. Great. All right, thanks so much. Have a Merry Christmas. You bet, Janet. Thanks so much. We'll see you soon. 404-872-0750 gets you in to take Janet's place this morning. Bill's down in LaGrange and joins us. Hey. Hey, Bill. What I've got is some gourds, and uh, I just want to know when a good time to get them in the ground. Yeah. And uh, what what's good fertilizer. I've been using 10, 10, 10, yeah. but I don't know. Got to be warm. Obviously, you don't plant it today. It's too cold. Um, so oh, yeah, I know. Warm would be ooh, mid-May pretty easily, Bill. I would love it to be warm enough, as my my, my friend Stephen Stinchcomb down in Fayette County, he said, the way you can tell how warm it is and what time to plant things in the spring is if you can sit on the ground comfortably. 
So, Bill, <laughs> when you can sit on the ground in your T-shirt and shorts in the spring comfortably, that's when you plant gourd seeds. Well, that ain't that ain't the problem. Getting up is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, have somebody help you. You know, All right. find somebody to All right. well, give a helping what hand. Fertilizer is that ten 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 too much? Too uh, yeah, probably so. The reason that ten 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 is a little much is number one, the middle number on a fertilizer bag refers to phosphorus. Okay. By George Bill, there's hardly anybody in Georgia except maybe down in the sandy plains who has not enough phosphorus in the soil already. You've got enough phosphorus in LaGrange or every gourd in LaGrange to be happy. Okay. And so there's really not a need for a 10-10-10. You know, right now, it's December. You've got a long time. Uh, Get a soil test done. Go to to georgiasoiltest.com or call the local extension office and say, hey, what's the details? And they'll give you the details. Cost eight bucks, and you know exactly what to put down. Uh, well, I appreciate it, man, and I, I've been listening to your show for a long time. This is the first time I've called. Yeah, Bill, it wasn't easy, just talking on the phone oh, to some yeah, fool r- about really. plants. <laughs> I will take it easy. All right, man, we'll see you soon. Bye. Bill down in Troop County. Hey, 740 on Saturday morning. we got Jim in Conyers in Rockdale County. Hey, Jim, good morning. Hi, good morning. What you got? Well, I'm I'm kind of curious. I, I enjoy a good cup of hot tea once in a while, mm-hmm. and I've never – notice that there's any resources for people to grow their own tea to have it fresh rather ah. than whatever's processed in a store. I didn't know what, if there is such a hobby out there for people to take up or where to get resources or supplies. Not, not only a, holly, a hobby, there's commercial enterprises. People, I believe it's in South Carolina somewhere. Is it over South Carolina? So, and maybe Savannah too. There are a couple of places that have tea plantations that are growing tea Camellia. By the way, tea comes from a camellia bush or type of camellia. And so they're growing them commercially there and making Georgia and South Carolina tea. So, yes, okay. you can grow tea here in Georgia. To be frank, I wasn't determined enough to do it twice, but I did it once already myself. I may not have watered it so well. So, my own <laughs> maintenance may not have been the greatest. Mine faded away and died. But, uh, Jim, you can get Camellia sinensis, which is the tea Camellia, and you can find them online most likely. You won't be able to find them at a pike, I don't think. But if you find online, you get bare root plants a couple of feet high and plant it in full sun or whatever the label says for it. I believe full sun would be about right. And you wait until you've got enough growth on it and you pick off those little tiny tips, the little tiny leaves at the tips and dry them and roast them and... Put them in hot water, and you got your tea right there. Okay, so it's from camellia. Yep. But a, different, right. a specific kind of camellia, not the japonica and the ones that you see flowering out right now around houses in Conyers. It is a particular kind of camellia, a particular species of camellia. Okay. That's, that's why I say you probably have to go online, do a little research. I think, I think somewhere on my website, Jim, I have a little page on growing Tea camellias. Go to WalterReach.com and type the word tea, T-E-A, and see if I have a page on that. I think one year I did write a little article about that. Okay, great. Thank and, you. And then, you know, patronize the folks over to South Carolina. If you've got a, a week to take a little vacation, run over there and visit the plantations. I think that they have public tours, and that would be fun to go see. And, gosh, you learn a lot of stuff. Report back to me if you find out something interesting, Jim, or if you have success in growing a tea camellia. Report back let me know. All right. Thank you. All right. Great talking to you. Thanks for calling. We got, you know what? Miss Frasca. 
Miss Frasca, there she is. Ashley Frasca, paging Ashley Frasca. Let's give the weekend prize pack. Yay! Ashley is going to is going to help me look for my little thing to describe what the weekly prize pack is. Ashley will be thinking of a number between two and seven. It will determine who wins four tickets to the Atlanta Gladiators inaugural Wizard Night. Wizard Night featuring Harry Potter-themed activities. That is Saturday, December 29, two weeks from now at Infinite Energy Arena, plus a pair of tickets to see Three Dog Night in concert April 5th, this next spring, in Byers Theater at the Sandy Springs Performing Arts Center. Ashley's thinking of a number between two and seven, and what is that number, Ashley? Dogs and wizards and hockey. I don't guess it gets <laughs> much better than that, does it? Uh, caller five. Caller number five. got to work for it. 404-741-0750. Dial carefully. Don't wake anybody up. 404-741-0750 to win tickets to see the Wizard Night, December 29th, with the, uh, with the Atlanta Gladiators and a pair of tickets to see Three Dog Night next spring. At 7.44, Ingrid is in coming and joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Ingrid, good morning. Uh, Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I have a question about my herb garden. I have a herb garden that I have in a planter. Yeah. And every year the rosemary and um, a couple of the mint and a couple of things come back. Good, yeah. So what, but what I wanted to do was plant some pansies or something that could go through the wintertime. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know if it was safe since I cook with those herbs, you know? Oh, yeah, no problem. Um, I mean, unless you're spraying somehow the pansies with some no. bug spray or something like that. Yeah, perfectly safe. No problem at all. Pansies, by the way, are edible. The flowers, at least, I've eaten at least half a dozen cakes that were decorated with pansy flowers. Oh. So they're edible. Oh. Yeah, sure. Well, that's great. Okay, so that'll make it not look so bad through the whole winter, you know, and yeah. then when the herbs come back, I can just use the herbs. Okay. Well, thank you. I know those, those pots look sort of bedraggled in the wintertime. Things turn brown and sort of hang off the right. side and all that. But, yeah, you can put um, pansies in to brighten things up. What You said you had rosemary, and what else do you have in your pots, Ingrid? I have rosemary. I have uh, thyme. I have mint. Good. I have uh, uh, um, sage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I have some tarragon. Uh, my friend Christy, who planted it when he was 15, and now she's 20, what, 24, 25? Anyway, Christy planted some oregano across the street in her little garden, and her oregano has spread healthily, has uh, grown for years and years there. So if you want to add oregano to your mix, that's pretty hardy. Well, you know, I do. I actually had a spicy oregano, but it didn't do that well. I Hmm. bought it from, uh, I think, Home Depot. Uh But uh, that one didn't do as well. So maybe I just need to get the regular oregano. Yeah, yeah, probably so. I'm sure different varieties have different tolerance of cold. And so you experiment a little bit. I'm not sure which one Chrissy planted. I'm sure it's just the green one. That's all I know, the green one that spreads over there. Well, thank you so much. Ingrid, it's my pleasure. Thanks for calling. Drive safely. Right. Bye. 404-872-0750. Those are the numbers. Remember, if you have a garden question, you can get it answered right here every Saturday morning, starting around 6 o'clock in the morning. I get up early. I come down here with Ashley and Jason. We have a fun time together talking about plants, talking about Jason's uh, aquariums and the problems and things that's going on with him, talking about his citrus plants. How are your kumquats this year, by the way, Jason? They're doing quite well, actually. Good. Um, I probably have about 10 or 12 on the plant yeah. right now. Right. And they're getting ripe. Cool. So I'm hoping to have, you know, 
a half jar of kumquat jam here in a few. <laughs> it's a lot of work for kumquat jam, but it's made at home. Homemade kumquat jam. You can't be able to go wrong with that. And by the way, Jason and Ashley are very got a lot of smiles on their faces this morning because I brought them some Christmas crack. Now, what is Christmas crack? Christmas crack is chocolate coated pecans and popcorn. I get it from a place up in Minnesota. And if you want to know more about Christmas crack and why we call it that, go to my website, just type in Christmas crack. And you, if you order some, you will see why it is just the best stuff in the world. You cannot stop eating it. You'll make yourself sick eating it. Christmas crack, chocolate covered pecans and popcorn. Mm-mm-mm. It's 7.47. We will be back after this. This is Scott Slade from Atlanta's Morning News on WSB. Our 24-hour news center delivers updates all weekend. Depend on it. We'll be here Monday morning, 4.30 till 9, for breaking news and traffic and weather every six minutes. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves. It's that time. Christmas time is here. Everybody knows. Quick weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security. Early showers today, you already knew that. Cloudy most of the day, high of 53, low of 44. Tomorrow's going to drop just a little bit, mostly cloudy still, high of 54, low of 40. Your full weekend forecast comes up in 10 minutes on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. David is up in Blairsville and joins us. Hey, David. Good morning. morning. How you doing? Good, fine, David. What's up? Great. Um, I planted uh, about two and a half months ago some turnip greens and mustard greens okay. from my father. Yep. There's in some really good soil, and we did some uh, the triple ten on it. Okay. Um, and it came up about two to three inches within a week, and it hasn't done anything since. Come on, they should get up in be a foot easy, foot and a half maybe. I know, I know. That's why, and he's he's thinking about turning up the soil again. It's really good fertile black soil, huh. and um, it's just we're bumfounded about it. Let me think. Let me think. Full sun, right? Yep. Yep. Good, good soil, soft, not good soil. We uh, we like we that. weren't getting much rain at the time, uh, so we were watering it. Huh. And uh, it's just not coming up. He's thinking about putting some more fertilizer on it and maybe turning it up a little bit. You know, the only thing I can think of doing, David, is to fertilize again. Yeah, I guess that is about the only thing you can do <clears throat> is to get some water-soluble miracle Grow fertilizer and use that and just see if anything right. perks up. But yeah. by now, if gosh, I, it should be huge. It should be big. I eat know. Them, eat them easy. We should be uh, having them at the dinner table. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, it is I, what I, it is. If I, it comes I, up, it does. I don't have an explanation for you, David. Better luck next time. You know, sometimes things <laughs> just right. don't go to suit. There it is. Thank you, Mr. Wall. You have a good day. You too, David. We'll see you soon. Well, that gives us enough time. No, we don't have quite enough time to get into more callers in here to talk about that. Oh, you know something I did this past week is I talked to my tour company, Earthbound Expeditions, that I work with over in Seattle. We had so much fun this past fall, going to Croatia, Slovenia, down through the Adriatic coast, going up into the uh, islands there. 
they talked me into doing it again. I'm going to go do another cruise to Croatia next fall. And this time we're going up into Lake Bled into the waterfall uh, part of, uh, of Slovakia and Croatia. It's going to be another gorgeous trip. I am not even sure if we've posted it yet, but if you have any inclination, if you couldn't go with us this past year and then got jealous because I talked about how much fun it was, then keep a lookout on my website. I will put an announcement there of the Croatia-Slovenia-Lake-Bled waterfall area of, uh, of uh, Croatia, and we'll do that pretty quickly, I think. And so keep that in mind. Keep your fall of next year open sometime around the last of August, I think is when the dates are. <clears throat> and also, if you just ever thought about going to uh, Cambodia and Vietnam, we still have a couple of cabins open on that if you want to go to Cambodia, Vietnam this coming uh, spring, February, March, I believe. Details are online for that as well on our website. So two fun trips. Bunches of fun people. I think you will really enjoy it. It is just the most enjoyable thing to see some of the most beautiful places on Earth. Huh. 758 at News Talk WSB. Back to Lawn and Garden after news. <laughs> 